35 episodes this season. That is a lot of time that we've spent together trying to figure out who we are and who we want to be. Figuring out what it means to grow healthy relationships and create boundaries for the unhealthy. We talked about dating and house buying, real marriage, political divides, and why in the world is making friends as an adult so much harder. That was all just last fall. I'm honestly realizing right now that when I tell people we talk about everything, we literally talk about everything. Anyway, that was fall. But then in January, I started feeling this restlessness. I think I talked about it a few times. You know, I typed like eight different sentences trying to figure out how to describe this feeling. It's, it's a stirring. It's this desire for more, but not knowing what the more was, not knowing how to settle my spirit on the pinpoint of what more meant. So I started reading and praying, asking for more and letting God figure out what I needed more of. And good gravy. Did he ever meet me in that? And I don't mean that in a cliche way. I don't mean it as, you know, he'll meet you right there because he will. And that's true. But there's a difference in saying it and experiencing it. And I believe he used the past five months of no one told me the last five months with you to grow me toward exactly what he wanted. You know, I actually got super emotional when I wrote this because as I pieced together all the episodes that built the semester I pieced together the way that he was making while I sat frustrated in my restlessness. While I sat uncertain, he carved a path that would give me the certainty that I needed for this exact episode, for this exact moment. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked because I get very excited trying to explain to you what I realized in writing this episode. I mean, I feel like I need to run laps around my living room, but let's back up because I want you to come along with me in it. I want you to see it too. So last January, I shared in the opening episode about Peter and Jesus in the boat and how Jesus told Peter to go deeper. I wanted that to be what I did in 2021. Those were my two words, go deeper. And I kept saying there was an abundance to be found deeper because that's exactly what Jesus had laid on my heart, a desire for a life lived in abundance. You know, another word for abundance, more more than you can ever ask or think or imagine. And I look back now and I honestly feel kind of dumb because you know what God had to do for me to get it? He had to simplify. He had to break it down a little for me. It's like he was like, hey, yeah, she isn't understanding this whole abundance thing. So let me plant another word on her heart, more. So I went deeper. I went for more. I created new routines. I noticed that if I tried to spend time in the word first thing in the morning, I got a little bit drowsy. And by drowsy, I mean, I would full on just nod off and wake up 20 minutes later, disoriented and convinced that it was three days later. So if I wanted more, I had to get intentional. I switched my routine and I started working out as soon as I got up. Literally, I sleep in my workout clothes that I will be exercising in the next day. And then I spend time with Jesus. So I got to work on the personal side of things, right? But then I realized I wanted to go deeper in my relationships, I was really tired of that surface, how are you, and the like secret insecurities that kept me from really knowing people and them knowing me. I read an article from Jenny Allen, who honestly has now become my mentor, and she doesn't know it, so don't ask her about it, but her books are changing me. Like I put that in all caps when I wrote this because I can't describe to you the shift in my perspective in the past semester just based on her books. But she said that in 2020, that it was her most successful year yet. Uh, What? 
I mean, that's honestly what I what I thought. Like, I genuinely have yet to hear anyone say anything like that. And so because I'm a sucker for clickbait, I kept reading. And she wrote about resting deeply in the presence of Jesus and resting deeply in the lasting souls that God has given us to love. She said she was fulfilled not because of numbers on a spreadsheet, but because of forever relationships that actually mattered. And I wanted that. I wanted to know that I was pouring into relationships that left people closer to Jesus, that left me closer to Jesus. And do you want to guess what the second episode of January was about? It was about saying yes to uncertainty and choosing to show up for people. And it was with my friend Genevieve, who I honestly hadn't gotten to spend a ton of time with. But then there she was, speaking life into my heart and pointing my eyes forward by asking me some tough questions before and after we recorded. Questions whose answers would require accountability. The type of accountability that showed up last week while we were sitting at the pool with our kids. And she asked, hey, about what you said in January, what are you going to do about it? How are you growing into that? Okay, excuse me a second. Did not sign up for that question to be asked again. But here we are. I'm just trying to get a 10 and you're trying to change my life. I hated it and I loved it all at the same time. But she's always speaking like that. Remember what she said in that episode? She said, to pick up a truth, you have to put down a lie. Do you see what she's saying? Is there a lie that you've been holding on to that is keeping your heart from truth? Is it that God won't provide? Is it that he won't make a way that you're not good enough or that you're not meant for more? We have got to put these lies down. The enemy uses these lies to keep us from the kingdom work God has planned for you, for only you to do. And we don't have enough time to mess around with these lies because he has truths that he has proven over and over that are meant to stir you to action. And you don't have to know the plans to know the path. He's already pointed you in a direction and he's asking you to, as my pastor says, believe that he is who he says he is. And that God will do what he says he will do. And now I've found myself off on another tangent. Let's bring it, let's bring it back to where we were. We were talking about people and forever relationships. See, I wasn't making time for people. I was canceling plans left and right because the relief that comes from that. Am I right? My anxiety and my insecurity, they were winning the battles for me every single time. But I committed to showing up. And let's take it a step further. I committed to stepping out. I started pursuing people instead of waiting for them to pursue me. People that I admired, people I always felt happier from being around, people who were a little ahead of me or a little behind me. I asked all of them to take walks with me around my neighborhood or to meet me at Blaze for a cheeseless pizza because let me tell you something, I could eat my pizza any way I want to. But I stopped wasting time waiting for people to ask me if I wanted community. If I wanted those forever relationships, I had to start showing up and stepping out. I had to go deeper. I had to seek more. And when I prayed for people, God gave me people. People who spoke so much life into the burdens on my heart and the desires for more. It's why I could write this episode so fast, because I am certain God planted these seeds in me. And I know I am even more certain that you have your own garden getting planted in your soul right now. Because remember, what he has started in you, he is faithful to see to completion. According to Philippians, we can be confident in that. Because like our friend Kaylee said in the following episode, what God is working on in you right now is better than anything else you could be doing.
So right now, wherever you are, on a walk or a run, folding laundry, driving to work, getting your makeup on, cooking dinner, God is at work in you, making a way for you all on behalf of himself. And it might not look like it or feel like it. You may not really be looking for it at all, but one day you'll trace the path. You know, Kaylee talked about the power of journaling all your thoughts and feelings, and that's the best way to have a map of God's faithfulness through your own words and thoughts. You'll see God was doing way more than you could ever do. And after that, we spent a few weeks deconstructing what we believed about purity culture and had some of the most honest and forthright conversations about what was wrong and how we will be the ones to change the conversation from shame to openness. And that's why I love this community that we've created, the vulnerability and the honesty you allow me to see through the messages you send, the moments you realize you're not isolated in your thoughts or your feelings. That episode on purity culture and the follow-ups after it are honestly the moment that I realized the community that had been built here at No One Told Me, the community between people who hadn't even met in most cases. But y'all, we didn't stop about what we believe about the world. Right, We started digging into what we believe about ourselves. And it wasn't until my conversation with Dr. Allison Cook about how our minds work and the soundtracks that we let play on repeat in our thoughts. Remember the moment that she taught us the what if statement? Think about what you think about. When you want to step out and spend time with someone, or you want to apply for a different job or explore a new relationship or try something new, What keeps you from doing it? What's the most constant statement that runs through your mind? I genuinely sat in my bed and cried one night as I realized what was keeping me stuck and stagnant, what was keeping me in the state of restlessness. I was tied up in what people would think. If I made a move out of this, would they think I was trying too hard? Would they think I wasn't good enough? I was convinced that I was not the one to do it, to say it, or to be it. And then those two magic words came in. What if? Okay, so what if they wanted someone to try harder? What if I was good enough? What if I was the one meant to do it? What can those two words mean for you? What if that person you haven't reached out to is just wishing someone would? What if you're the perfect person for that new job? What if that new relationship is a forever relationship? What if you are good enough? Second Corinthians tells us to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus because it is those thoughts that keep us from really knowing Jesus. So how do we take those thoughts captive? We surrender them. We grab hold of them and then we slam the door with truth. We start with surrender. A fully surrendered life knows that I don't have to prove myself because he's chosen me and he has set me apart. First Peter 2. Fully surrendered thoughts know that we don't have the control and we don't need control of everything because he knows the plans he has for me. Jeremiah 29. Surrender means I don't have to compare myself to where anyone else is because God specifically and uniquely knit me together in my mother's womb. Psalm 139. Know your thoughts. Know the impact your thoughts are having on you and then do something about it. We have to get our thoughts in order, taking them captive and making them obedient so that we can get our actions in order. So we can be about what we are designed to be about. And that's his kingdom. 
And no one reminded me more about that than Tony Collier. So many of you reached out and said what she's saying, that's me. You felt empowered to share your own story of brokenness, to do more than sit in your pain. You wanted to share your past to help shape someone's future. You want to, as she said, make a pit stop at the feet of Jesus and then go out into the world and get to work, get to work helping to build his kingdom while we still have the time. And now I know that it's time to get to work. As I trace this season of no one told me, I could trace his hand. And you all walked with me as I navigated that restlessness. And I didn't even know it. You didn't even know it. He began building something back in January and We're stepping out in confidence right now. We are stepping out in confidence with the affirmation of so many of you whose messages came through during every moment of doubt. I mean it. The days that were full of wanting to run back down the mountain that he has asked me to climb, those were the days that we would get messages from one of you saying, you just found the podcast or you listened to an episode that was exactly what you needed at the moment that you needed it. You were searching for more, so you hit play. And you, I hope you felt seen, understood. More than anything, I hope you realized you weren't alone. Because that's what I want. That's why we show up every Monday. We wanted you to leave with something that you needed for the week. We want you to leave with something you need for the week. And that's when I realized there's more. While I let the enemy tell me that I had no right to want more. Jesus was telling me I was designed for more and I just didn't see it. And I would guess that you don't see it either. God uniquely designed each of us with eternity set in our hearts. We were always meant for more, more personally in our hearts, our thoughts, our home, more relationally in our communities, our workplaces and neighborhoods. So what if we started with Jesus And let him shape our ideas of more. What if he shaped these ideas on behalf of his kingdom, on behalf of the small amount of time that we have here to add to his kingdom? And then what if we did it all together? So here we are after 100 episodes together with more than 140,000 downloads. I want to introduce you to a summer collective beginning June 9th. This is a gathering of women who spend time together every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. pursuing the more that Jesus has for us. Here's what it's going to look like. We will release a schedule with topics chosen from your feedback, topics that you connected most with over the past two years of No One Told Me. We'll hear what God's Word says about the topic of the night, and then we'll turn to a panel of women who have walked through seasons dictated by that topic. They'll answer your submitted questions about those specific seasons, offering insight and hindsight. Again, they're going to use their past to help shape your future. I know no one told me is meant to become a community. I know it's meant to be about shared experiences. And I know without a doubt, it's meant to be about the pursuit of more in the name of Jesus. So let's do it. You're invited. Your friends are invited. You can find a sign-up page at the link in the bio of at N-O-T-M podcast on Instagram, or you can email me directly at Callie at no one told me podcast.com and I will send you the link. Guys, I'm praying so hard over this. 
I've been praying so hard over this because this is a little bit scary to just throw it out and see what happens. But I cannot shake the feeling that this is the first step of an incredible community of women who will come together and say, we want more. And it's okay to want more because we are designed for it. I've pulled in women I love and admire to pray over this too and to be a part of this. I love the idea of spending my summer with you. I would love it more if there was a pool involved, but we'll get there. Maybe. I don't know. Is that weird? It gives me like water park vibes and I am not about water parks. But anyway, I love you guys a whole lot. And I cannot wait to see you this summer. I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review or... You can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C.E. Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.